You're listening to Wholesaling Inc. episode number 620. If you've got a paid off house and they want more than you can offer them, start putting together the terms so that you can make that deal viable for you, make that deal possible for you. So that when you find somebody that has these properties that are paid off, wants more than what a wholesale price would be, start working with them on terms. This is game-changing information guaranteed to raise your real estate wholesaling business with actionable steps you can take immediately to navigate the ins and outs of wholesaling and start making money today. Join us as we put our guests in the hot seat and dive deep to dissect their strategies for success to enable you to duplicate their results. You're listening to Wholesaling Inc., the only show dedicated to making you a fortune in wholesaling. Hey, it is Brett Daniels, TTP, and I am with the one and only Pace Morby. Pace here is going to just blow your mind. He's doing deal after deal after deal every single week based on terms, and you're building up not only your portfolio, but you show people how to put terms together and wholesale those deals. Absolutely. And the best part about it is that these leads are coming from our original lead flow on wholesale. So a lot of your students are probably throwing a lot of these leads away because they can't get the price. And because they don't understand how to go in through the terms door, Mm -hmm. they just throw it away. And it goes in the trash bin. But I think that this third part here is so critical. The you part to this is they have to trust you to get the job done. 100%. They have to trust you, like you. They have to feel that you know what you're doing. And a lot of that comes with the certainty that you bring to these appointments. A lot of this comes, but you're the master. You're a wizard at this. I mean, you've been studying sales for a long time. You've right. been you've been on, I mean, how many appointments do you think you've been on in your lifetime? Oh, when it comes e- easily, to distressed property owners. Easily 2,000 probably. 2,000 appointments. Guys, this is the absolute master. I'm bringing you like, this is banana. <laughs> no, it really is. People fly in to Phoenix just to spend an hour with you driving around. And if you haven't seen his uh, Instagram, what's your Instagram? It's Pace J. Morby, guys. Pace J. Morby. Please okay. follow. All right. So let's get into it. Let's okay. talk about a deal literally that you did last night. Let's do it. Let's break this all down. Let's put it in. We're in the classroom. Let's use the board. So real quick, lead comes in. Where do leads come from? <laughs> leads come from talking to people. Talking to people, talking right? Talking to people. So basically, right out of the gate, TTP started this lead right down our funnel. Our so lead this manager. Is a cold call. This is a cold call. Now, who do you have doing your cold calls? So we have a company out of the Philippines. We have three full-time cold callers. Yep. They generate, and actually, we went to your video on YouTube to base our lead flow before it goes into Podio. Yep. If it doesn't hit the pillars, yep. it doesn't go to our lead manager. Yep. Right. So our lead manager works inside of Podio and runs our CRM mm-hmm. once it's already a warm lead. Got it. Does that make sense? So guys, he's got a team of people that are doing the cold calling for him out of the Philippines. The four pillars that he's talking about, whenever they're talking to him, they're trying to get the condition, the timeline, the motivation, and the price out of the distressed property owners. Remember, we are focusing on distressed property owners, okay? We're going after that group, but sometimes these people, they either don't have equity or they want more than what we can give them from a wholesale basis. In in our world, we look at it as a completely different type of pain. So pain number one I look at is the wholesale pain, which is bankruptcy, divorce, my house is burning down, disrepair, I lost my job, whatever, catastrophic yeah. type of stuff. Yeah. On the other side, there's a lot of leads you give. People go, ah, I don't know, I just want retail, I want this, I want there. There's pain there. 
right? They might have a job opportunity in another state that's actually a good thing, Mm -hmm. that they're willing to relocate and leave their house behind, but they want a very specific number to let that happen. And unfortunately, as wholesalers, those deals don't work for us. So we, for the most part, used to throw those away. Pace, I've thrown out hundreds. Oh, no doubt. Hundreds. I would say, I mean, if my acquisition managers were here right now and they were like, how many people wanted retail? And guys, how many of your leads want retail? It's a ton. It's a lot. And it's actually getting more and more as the market goes up and it turns into a stronger seller's market. Yeah. It's crazy. Okay, so it goes to your lead manager. So lead manager, our lead manager's name is Howie. Howie. Okay. So Howie calls the seller. Mm -hmm. Hey, you spoke to one of our representatives yesterday. It sounds like blah, 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 blah. Confirms everything. And his job is to either set an appointment with an acquisition manager on the phone Mm -hmm. or to set an appointment with me. Typically, if there's somebody 65 and older, they want to see somebody face-to-face. Sure. And so I go out and great I go on tip. that appointment. Yeah, right. They just want that comfort, like you're a real person, you're not some BS artist, whatever. Yeah. So Howie talks to this lady. She's 83 years old. Mm-hmm. Okay, her name is Penny. So we go to the appointment because Penny actually asked us to come out on the appointment. And what Penny wanted was $200,000. Challenge is, ARV is... $200,000. So retail value, yeah. we would call. So what you could sell it for on the market, right? Retail yep. value. Yep. So if she sold it today for the highest possible amount of money, she could potentially get $200,000. On the market, more. on the MLS, with the real estate agent, the whole thing. Right. Yep. So when we were TTPing mm-hmm. and asking the four pillars, price, timing, all of the stuff, she said, I want two hundred grand. Right. Why would I go on that appointment? I wouldn't. Why would I train Howie to get me out on that appointment? Because there had to be some motivation there. There had to be some distress that you you had pre-qualified out of her. What was it? Why did she want to sell? She wanted to sell because she no longer wants to be away from her family. Her Mm. family is all taken away from Arizona. She has a daughter in Vegas and a son in Montana. Mm -hmm. And she says, I need to go live with them because now I'm 83. I need somebody to start taking care of me because I'm starting to have some issues and while my, my mind is in a good position, I want to make good decisions right now. Got it. Yep. So she's 83. She mm-hmm. has no time for BS. What did she say? She goes, I absolutely do not want to sell through a real estate agent. Mm. And I own my house free and clear. Yeah. Well, that's important. Okay. So you know that she has a ton of equity. Tons. She's got all the equity in the world. And then you know that she's motivated because her timeline's short. She wants to make decisions right now while she's she feels that she can make good decisions. Now, does she have anybody helping her with this? A lot of times. Yes. Now, this is really important, guys. A lot of times when people are 70, 80, 90 years old, there's another decision maker, whether it be a family member, whether it be a pastor, whether it be a sister or brother, whatever it is that's involved in this, that, that they feel that they can rely on to make the decision. Right. So... She was ready to sign. I actually put a photo of this on my Instagram of her getting ready to sign the contract. We stopped her. Mm -hmm. And we told her, hey, Penny, we need to have somebody, whether it's your son in Montana or your daughter, to verify that this is a good decision for you. And she goes, oh my gosh, you guys would be willing to do that. And we said, we don't want the contract unless somebody else is involved. So we got her son, who's a CPA involved, Mm -hmm. and we sent him the contract to verify that it was a good deal for his mom. So this is an accountant. This is a dude that looks at numbers all day. This is somebody that's unemotional, right? right? This is somebody that's going to look at this from an analytical standpoint, make sure that it's a good decision. Hell yeah. 
Absolutely. And that scares a lot of us. You know, right. a lot of times when you hear that you're you're the seller's a, a CPA or they're an attorney or a real estate agent, a lot of people get frightened. I've done so many deals where the son or the daughter or the cousin or whatever is an attorney or oh, yeah. CPA and everything, and it goes way smoother. Right. Because once they sign off on it, it's done. Stamp it's of approval. Done. 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 They have no yep. questioning. Yeah. Okay. The good thing about this situation, whenever you run into an attorney, a CPA, or somebody at a high level of education when it comes to financial decisions, even if you don't get that contract, mm -hmm. they're going to pick your deal apart and you're going to learn a lot about it just by talking to people and getting through that process. Yep. So I told my partner, I said, this is a good deal for her. However, we structured a 0% deal with her, where my payments go directly to paying her down. Zero percent interest. Zero percent interest. So break it down. I essentially got a free house. Right. Is the way I look at it. Yeah. When I sent that over, I go, her CPA son is going to come back with some crazy amount of interest. Not at all. Nope. All he cared about was, is my mom getting 200000 or are you going to take commissions and all that stuff out? And we go, no, 200000 is net to her mm -hmm. and we'll pay the closing costs. So when we talk about price terms, this is what we're getting into. So let's look at these terms here that you've put together. And this is to add to your toolbox, okay? This is just an example of something that's real life where you can get a property for essentially free. There's a little bit of probably closing costs in right. there, right? Mm -hmm. But for a couple thousand dollars, get a free house. And it's not only that, we'll get into what your cash flow is. Right, so yeah. here's the way the deal worked out. She wanted $200,000. So what I did is I created value here just to make sure she knew she was getting a good deal. I said, mm -hmm. well, Penny, if you did sell for $200,000 today, you'd have to hire an agent. Yep. And I walked her through that whole process. And I said, it'd probably take you about three months. Are you willing to wait that three months? And she goes, no, that's why I was willing to meet with you guys. Yep. Perfect. I just want to confirm that. Just Here I am subtly planting little seeds to make sure that when I go for the close, it's very clear what the value is that I'm providing. Yep. So I said, look, if you sold through a real estate agent after the percentages and the commissions, you're probably going to walk away with about 170 to 185 depending on the final offer and Binzer repairs and all that stuff. So she goes, yep, you're right. I confirm that. I then move on to my offer. I said, Binzer repairs means the inspection repairs. Typically, when you go traditionally, a real estate inspector comes in, a home inspector comes in, picks apart the house, and then either you decrease the price or you have to make a ton of repairs. Either one costs you money. Yep. Right? Yep. So depending on that situation, she was going to walk away with 170 to 185. Yep. But in her mind, her neighbor sold for 200,000 down the road mm -hmm. and she felt like her house was nicer. Right. So I need 200 grand. I go, mm -hmm. okay, well, if you sold through anybody else, you'd get this. Mm -hmm. And in fact, if you sold through a traditional wholesaler or I said investor, what other offers are she, you getting? She says, I'm getting about 130 oh, to yeah. 150. I said, okay, so if I came up to $200,000, because I never say I'm going to give you 200,000 because then you've got commission breath. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I want the deal. I want the deal. Yeah. So I said, if I come up to $200,000, would you be willing to give me terms? And she has no idea what that means. Right. Other than she goes, hmm. I'm not sure. What does that mean? I go, well, what that means is I will pay your full asking price. In fact, I will pay $30,000 over anybody else mm -hmm. if you would, in turn, let me make payments against that $200,000. Yep. She goes, yeah. I have no reason to say no to that. I don't really need the cash. I mostly, she goes, actually, I really like that because how much would the payments be? And so I said, I already knew because when we went to the appointment, I had Howie, very important, I had Howie work out what I could rent this house out for at the end of the day. Yeah. 
I already knew I could rent this out for $1,700 a month. As is. As is. Yeah. So I knew that if I was at $1,600, $1,500, $1,400, it was a great deal. 0% is like a home run. Yeah. It's a free house. Yeah. It's crazy. So we worked out a deal, $1,300 per month, Mm -hmm. and I pay closing costs. And this is just until this $200 is paid off? Until $200 is paid off. Now, if I had a 3.5 interest rate or a 4.5 interest rate, what I actually would be buying that house for is about $400,000. Absolutely. Crazy. So now what happens is we'll take this. Mm -hmm. She's going to move out. uh, Close of escrow, COE. So the day that we actually take control of the property and she moves out is January 15th. So on January 15th, I will already have a renter lined up because I put in my deal that I have access to the property while she's moving her stuff out. Love it. So I'm going to show the property. I'll have somebody already lined up to take over the property on February 1st. And that renter, like I said, is going to pay $1,700 a month. So I took over a property, Mm -hmm. mint condition, four bed, two and a half bath, probably 10-year-old house, tile throughout, no carpet, it's an older lady. You know she took care of the house. Yeah. Cherry. Mm-hmm. Closing costs, the house is mine, and I'm immediately cash flowing from day one. And this is a deal that two years ago, I would have just thrown that away. Like, oh, freaking sellers want too much money. They want retail. They want retail. Yeah. And I'd throw it away. Yeah. And meanwhile, I'm missing out on cash flow and long-term wealth. Mm-hmm. That's the big thing that a lot of these well, guys are missing. And not only that, guys, here's the thing. Not only can you... Keep this forever, right? Cash flow it, get it paid off, and now have it, you know, in your portfolio forever, right? For like long term wealth. But you could, if you needed it, you could wholesale this deal. Oh my gosh, I could wholesale this deal right now. Mm-hmm. Believe it or not, even though I paid retail value for yep. this, I could take this two hundred thousand dollars because I bought it on such great terms. Yeah, I could wholesale this out to somebody else at two twenty. Easy. And what they do, Easy. right? They bring 20 grand to the table, mm-hmm. my assignment fee, mm-hmm. and they make the $1,300 payments yep. and they take over the free house. Right. But I'm at a point in the yeah. game yeah. right now where I look at that 20 grand as a, more of an, it's not as fun to own, as owning a free and clear house, it. right? Yeah. But when I first started and I was doing these types of term deals, I looked at that and I go, oh my gosh, I can make as much money over retail value home with the right terms as I could on any wholesale deal. Mm-hmm. If the average wholesale deal right now in Phoenix is twelve to fifteen, maybe seventeen thousand dollars, dude, I can make twenty grand paying retail on yep. somebody's house. Yep. Bananas. But it is bananas. But not only that. But here's the thing: there's some principles here that you really have to just sink your teeth into. One, if you've got a paid-off house and they want more than you can offer them, start putting together the terms so that you can make that deal viable for you, make right. that deal possible for you, so that when you find somebody that has these properties that are paid off, wants more than what a wholesale price would be, start working with them on terms, okay? A lot, of, listen, some people just want payments on a monthly basis to supplement their income. They don't right. need the big money. They I tell don't need people, the big check. I tell people all the time, the analogy for me in my life, the parallel, was when I had an F-150. I, I loved that truck. You know how sometimes sellers get emotionally connected to their house? Yep. I love this truck. I was emotionally connected. But it was only worth $4,000. This mm-hmm. is about 10 years ago. Yeah. I put it on Craigslist, and I said, I want to sell this for $10,000. <laughs> I want to sell it for literally double or two and a half times what it's worth. Yeah. But what I did is I said, we'll take payments. Yeah. 
Five minutes, yep. done, sold. And that family made me a payment of $200 against that truck until that $10,000 was paid off. Mm-hmm. So it, it doesn't matter if it's a house or this shirt mm-hmm. or anything else. You can create terms I to justify it. the value. I love it. Right? So yeah. the guy who bought the truck from me was a painter. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm just getting into the business. I don't have a big down payment. My credit's not amazing. I go, no problem. Here's your truck to get you into the business. 200 bucks a month. Mm -hmm. Created crazy good value for him, and I made two and a half times what what it was for her. Win-win. Same thing for her. If she got that 170, she'd be $30,000 less than what I'm giving her. Right? Yep. Crazy good deal for both sides. Love it. Love it, love it, love it. You have a philosophy that's literally like every appointment you go on, you should be able to get the deal. 100%. Right? Yeah. How many deals a month? We're doing about 30 deals a month. 30 deals a month, guys, with three callers. With three callers, yeah. Right. Love it. And also, he has an incredible door-knocking team. What? A door-knocking? Nobody's talking about door-knocking, but you guys are out there knocking on all the pre-foreclosures. Dude, we had the biggest week of our year last week in December. Yep. We had 15 contracts, and six of those contracts came from door-knocking. Yep. Unbelievable, crazy good week. Incredible. Three of those were wholesale. Three of those were terms types of deals. Yep, love it. And he's part of the TTP family. That's right, brother. (laughs) All right, guys. Well, if you got value out of this, if you're interested in being proactive in your business, make sure you go to wholesalinginc.com forward slash TTP. It is the most proactive family in real estate investing. Wholesalinginc.com forward slash TTP. Till next time, guys. Love you. See you. That's all for this episode. Your next step to success is to continue the conversation over at wholesalinginc.com by joining the mailing list as well as get your chance to book a strategy session to learn the systems and become part of the tribe and work personally with one of our amazing coaches. We'll see you next episode with more ways to make you a fortune in wholesaling.